0: Today, we're going to focus on making you better and more prepared physically for the upcoming season. So this week, we're going to be breaking down building healthy habits and how you can move past just a simple New Year's resolution into building a lifestyle that will prepare you for the hunt. Today, I'm joined by special guest Dustin Diefenderfer, the owner of Mountain Tough Fitness Labs, to look at the science of creating healthy habits and break down actionable steps to sticking to your goals. Happy New Year, Dustin. Thanks for joining me today. I'm really excited because I think, you know, there's just something about the new year, the calendar flipping over. People are inspired. They're thinking about the things that they want to do this year. It's just a really good time to reflect and prepare for the year. And I think it's a really good time to talk about, you know, changing our lifestyle into a way that's going to be better for us this year. I, I think about those New Year's resolutions and it's like, I know, I know me personally, we've all done it. We sit down, and we're like, this year I'm going to work out every day and I'm going to be in the best shape ever. And we start and then two weeks in, it just, it crashes, right? So I think what I want to talk about today is just what it takes to build those healthy habits. I think, you know, I've told this story before, but I, I think it's probably one of the most inspiring stories for me personally, because quite a few years back, I think it, it's probably been about 10 years now, My dad, uh, he was out of shape. He was on a hunt with me. And it was like, it was all he could do to keep up. He was struggling up the mountain. I get to the top, end up killing a bull. He, you know, he eventually makes it there. The guy would never quit, but he just realized like, I can't keep up. And if I want to continue hunting- with my kids and and enjoy what I really love. I need to make a change, and I think it was in November, hunt. And by January, he made a New Year's resolution. He was going to work out every day. His his goal was thirty minutes a day, and he has not missed a single day. In I, th- I think over ten years to this day, he has not missed one day. No matter how sick he is, no matter if he's traveling, no matter how busy work is or life is, the guy has never missed a day of working out. Because of it, he's probably in as good a shape as anyone I've ever met. He's 65 years old now and will go on any hunt that we throw his way. He's the first guy we call when it comes to packing out elk. And I think that he's in the best shape of his life, you know? And so to be able to take something that he said on New Year's Day, you know, 10 years ago and completely change his life is incredible to me. And I think, you know, it just comes down to sticking
1: and building those habits of this is something that I do. That's huge. Yeah. I think that that articulates kind of the science so well, because one thing that's going on with that story that is super awesome is with habits. One thing that's important is to separate out habits and goals. They're two completely different things. And one thing that the science shows us all the time is that winners and losers have the same goals. So winners and losers have the same goals, which proves to us that it's the the goal is not what is making the change. It is the system they create around the habits that's actually making the change. And your dad's story brings, to my mind, the most important thing that we've seen in all of the science this time of year. So this time of year gets me really fired up because New Year's resolutions, this time of... Year brings out this new year, new me. I'm going to get better. I'm going to start working out. I'm going to get consistent. I'm going to change my diet. It's a, it's a huge lift in the nation of people ready to increase their human performance, be better this year. That part I love. That That's the good news. I think the bad news is 92% of people statistically are not going to make these New Year's resolution goals. Unless the less they incorporate some of the science in what actually makes them work and not work. And number one, hands down, the thing that changes the game, which you saw in your dad's story, is the only way that these habits work is that if you tie them into your identity. So if you can tie it into your identity then you'll see this life change and this life transformation start to happen where people are going to hit their goals. And so I would assume what happened with your dad is he went on that hunt with you out of shape 10 years ago, felt pretty defeated and crushed and realized that his identity, the legacy he wanted to leave into his sixties was a legacy of being able to hunt with you being a good dad being in shape so that he could rally around with potential future grandkids and so that identity shift is is i'm going to be in the mountains with remy into my 60s and 70s transformed his whole ability to maintain these habits day after day after day and i think that that connection to identity is the thing that makes habits stick more than anything else that we've seen with people coming in and and out of the lab and in all the research we've done. One of the simplest ways to clean that up and make it make really good sense to the listeners is the most practical way to understand that is for about 30 years there was a campaign out there trying to get people to quit smoking and so back when cigarette smoking was way more prevalent than it is now there was all these campaigns around trying to get people to quit and through all the research they did they found that the thing that was working was if people could change their identity they would never smoke they would quit smoking and then they would not smoke again for the rest of their life and they made it super simple, super black and white for people. So they said, when you're at a party and someone offers you a cigarette when you're trying to quit, don't say, no thanks, I don't, want, I don't want that cigarette. What they had them say is, when someone was offering them a cigarette when they were trying to quit, they had them say, I am not a smoker. So instead of saying, no thanks, they said, I am not a smoker because they were tying that habit into the identity of that person. So now that person's identifying as a non-smoker and they were able to quit 80% more successfully. But the big thing was they quit for life. They didn't just quit for like a year or two years. And so that that connection to identity, if people can get that right first, then these habits are going to stick not just for this year, but they're going to stick for... Decades and and create that legacy that the the person is trying to live we see that a ton in the gym with people being able to Stick with workouts or not stick with workouts and we see it a ton in the app With the people that are consistent versus people that are non-consistent And one thing with our community we see work all the time is They're making this they're making this commitment to identify as a mountain hunter and kind of pass on this legacy of of mountain hunting to their kids and future grandkids. And as soon as they identify as a mountain hunter, then training all year to be a mountain hunter becomes a lot more sticky than if they're just saying, I need to lose 10 pounds. So connecting the habit to an identity is one of the only things we've seen work almost 100% of the time. And the really important thing with that process is the identity has to be created first before the habit. So we don't want people to say, I wanna lose 10 pounds and, and start working out and see them fall off. Right now, this time of year before any new year's resolution is set, the most important thing they could do would to be create that identity first.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's a really good way of of thinking about it. Because, you know, so many things in life, you go where your focus is at. And, you know, for me, when I think about what do I want coming up in this season, and it's it's not around, like, when I think about fitness, it's not like, oh, I want to be in good shape. I think about, I want to go on a badass elk hunt. I want to be successful in the mountains. I want to really enjoy my experience. And then everything else is just the things that lead up to that. The fitness aspect of it, staying in shape and and choosing healthy lifestyle is just for that goal and the like, I identify as an elk hunter, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, and in order to elk hunt, I need to be able to chase the elk. I need to be able to do the tips and tactics and the things that I know work. And I know that the number one tool that you can have in your toolbox of being a consistently successful hunter is being able to stay after it day in and day out. The fitness aspect of hunting, no matter where you're at, you can always be better. But the the, the better you are at it, the more successful you're gonna be in the long run. And just knowing that and saying, okay, that's what I want to be at. Everything else seems easy, right? Yep. Because you're just like, I'm not doing it for, like you say, the, the, the quick drop 10 pounds. Anytime time I've thought about something in those terms, yeah. I mean, I've broken as many New Year's resolutions as anyone else, right? Because yeah. it's like, oh man, I really want to do this for, th-. and it doesn't stick. But the thing that's always worked for me stuck is and now that you say that, it's like, yeah, it makes sense. It's like, yeah, I'm a mountain hunter. I'm a backcountry hunter, and to be that, you've got to be able to access the backcountry, and to do that, I had to do these other things. Yeah, and it's easy to stick to that program that way. That's that's a really interesting way to look at it, um, and I think that now you know, I relate to that to my dad. My dad is the, like, we see him as like the 30 minute workout guy. We're like, did you get your 30 minutes in? Still to this day, we talk about it. You know, this thing that he started, however many years ago, like, I don't even know what would happen (laughs) if if he didn't get his 30 minutes in. We haven't found out yet, right? But yeah, yeah, like, and then the fact of like, oh my gosh, I didn't get my 30 minutes in. It's, essentially his lifestyle, that's who he's become. He's the guy that works out every day. Yeah. And it's his w- identity. It's his though. identity. Yeah, yeah. you're hundred percent right. And because of that, you know, think about all the other added benefits. He can do these backcountry hunts. He can keep up with us. He can do whatever. He's in the best shape he's ever been. And those are just benefits of, you know, this identity that he's built over these years of doing
1: something consistently like that. Yeah. It's huge. I mean, it's, it's the one thing that, that's gonna work for decades which is what you're looking for you're not looking for something that's gonna change your month you're looking for something that's gonna change the legacy that you're gonna leave on this earth and so what we see because a lot of people when you when you bring this topic up to them they're like that's great makes sense but how do i actually create this identity i'm going after Some people, that's not an issue. For some people, they need a little bit more practical way to like set this path for this year and these next 10 years. And so there's a really scientifically proven approach that helps with this, and it's called the tombstone test. And so... Creating this identity is gonna be first if you're struggling with what this identity is going to be. The tombstone test helps a lot. And so it's essentially writing, take a minute and you write your own obituary. So if you were gonna die now, next year, 10 years from now, what would you want your obituary to read and how would you want people to remember you by? And so you basically set aside a half day and you kind of write that out. And so that usually starts changing the game. So you'll see someone who right now is what you'll see a lot, like in the lab is someone's like, I was great at college football, but I haven't worked out in the last 10 years. I'm pretty overweight now. I used to be this all-star athlete and now I'm struggling. And so they're identifying as out of weight. As soon as they identify as they're out of weight, then they're going to start feeding those negative habits and they're remembering those old days as really good college football player. And so on the tombstone test, you're trying to say, well, if you die in 20 years, how do you want this to read? You don't want it to read that you were great at football in 2001. You would probably prefer it to read something like I was great at college football and then I helped train the next three generations of football players in my community. So the military guys, you'll see a lot. It'll read, I was a warrior and then spent 20 years building other warriors, spent a lot of time in my community. And then I was able to, in our community, we see a lot, I was able to pass on the generation the tradition of hunting to the next generation. And so a lot of people that are in their forties that are crushing these habits on their tombstone test, they're talking about they're 40 now, but they wanna be able to hunt with their grandkids when they're 65, 70 years old. And the only way that they're gonna do that and create that obituary is if they're maintaining these habits over the next 20 years. And so taking a minute like taking a minute and going through that tombstone test is a pretty phenomenal experience as you're getting ready to, to decide what, what this new identity is that you're chasing for the habits that you're going to create. That's awesome. I think that's really
0: good. I really like, you know, the idea of taking something and then we talk about these things and these things come up all the time. New year's resolutions. Let's change. Let's be healthy. Better all these buzzwords come up and it's like, really diving into the actionable steps that we can take today to make this thing a reality. Because it's easy to say something, it's really hard to do something. So I think what I want to do is let's kind of now transition into these takeaways, this like how-to portion of, that's one thing that I really love about this podcast, giving people, here's some tips that you can take away. This is what you need to do to find this kind of success. So let's kind of now transition and jump into those actionable steps like you know that tombstone does i was saying here's what we can do to create these healthy habits where it's not just i want to be in better shape but create the habit to be in better shape and then being in better shape kind of comes with that
1: yeah yeah breaking it down into really practical approachable systems is certainly the best so i think that one of the one of the best things you can do after you've gone through setting your habits and identity and, and running through that tombstone test, unless you have an identity identity that you're pursuing already, is to to really understand that the system you create is what is gonna make life change happen or not. And so it's more about the system than it is about the habit. And so I would really make it clear to everyone that we're looking for really marginal progress every day. And so in the Mountain Tough community, we talk about it all the time is what we're looking for, for this to be a long-term life change is we're looking for 1% improvement every day. And the more that people can understand that, the more that these habits are gonna stick for decades is because we're not looking for something that's gonna totally change or disrupt your life in a really drastic way. And that's where you see these habits start to fall apart. So if you see someone that has to completely change their diet and they empty out their refrigerator and they bring in all new food, there's a really good chance that that's not going to last very long. Instead of if they would have just changed one like tiny little item that they were eating for breakfast, we're looking for those really marginal things that are not going to disrupt the day and they're going to be more automatic. And so, one of the best recent pieces of literature on making habits stick is by James Clear and it's Atomic Habits and it's a phenomenal book but he really breaks it down into making the stick is as simple as making a system that is as simple as possible so your dad's story is a great example of that cuz working out every day is really simple it's like hey i'm going to work out every day regardless of what's going on if i'm traveling and Just making that commitment is really, really simple. And then the magic on that is if it's going to be 30 minutes or less, then you're like, well, I can pretty much find any day, any time to sneak in a 30-minute workout. That's a lot simpler than someone saying, I'm going to dive into this really complicated workout program that's an hour and an hour and a half each day. But just saying, I'm going to move every single day and I'm going to, move every single day being physically active for 30 minutes at least. That's a habit that is simple enough that you can see why it's lasted for decades. So I think step one would be articulating a habit based on this identity you're pursuing, this why and this reason of of the legacy you want to leave. Create that habit, but make sure It is really, really simple so that you can take action on it tomorrow. And if you take action on it tomorrow, you're not selling stuff. You're not moving stuff. The action leads to the next action, which leads to the next action. And so the best thing you could do for step one is identify something really simple that's going to get you in the direction you want to go. And it's simple enough that you could take action on it right away that's yeah, that's awesome. I
0: think you know one of the thing uh, kind of when I talk about my dad's story and say 30 minutes a day and it's like, well, you might picture him like, oh, well, he's in the gym just pumping plates and it's like you no know, that workout might be like there's I know there's been days where it's like okay it's it's a hike it's, it's like maybe not what you would consider like the hardest workout ever, but it's still just getting that repetition of getting in what you can right mm-hmm. So it could be I know there was times where it was like, we flew overseas and it was like, it spanned, you know? And he's like, on an airplane, it's like, well, he brought this like g- grip thing, you know, one of those like- uh, Rock climbing.
1: Yeah, grip. rock yeah. climbing grip
0: thing. And it's like 15 minutes on this <laughs> side, 15 minutes on this side. A simple thing that's not like, okay, I can't run on, I can't do, but doing something and building, it's like more important to hit the, that habit and yeah. like build that, I did that one thing. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be, but just like you say, that one small incremental thing of like, you know, there's people that I know that talk about, oh, I got to eat healthier. And you you look at all the bad things they're eating. And then you're hundred percent right. They clear out their fridge. And it's like, maybe just start by not drinking soda. Yeah. <laughs> you so, know, like the yeah. one thing of like drink something without sugar drink a soda just that simple thing of like hey this is a good place to start because I'm building that habit and not completely
1: changing everything at once yeah it's got to be so simple and then they all start building off of each other so you'll see someone cut out that soda that was simple that was an atomic habit they can take action on it tomorrow but then what you see is because they're not drinking all that soda they feel better now they want to exercise more and then they start seeing that progress and it just has that snowball impact, which is what you're looking for. But I think it has to be it, the, to be an atomic habit that's going to last for decades. It's got to, it's got to start as that really simple step. And then one, one of the biggest ones that we've ever seen in the mountain tough community that is uh, a little unique In terms of the process for it, because it'll look a little bit different for each person, but I've never seen anything make more of a profound impact. And you see it a lot in the hunting community. Hunters will understand this really well, but sometimes you have to manufacture this on your own to create this life change. But there is some science backing on it, and they'll call it the Spartan effect. And it's as simple as If you want to have a a huge life change this year and crush these habits on this new year's resolution to create this legacy you want to leave basically what the spartan effect is saying is putting something on your calendar that is big that's going to challenge you a little bit instantly changes your whole mental process around how you're going to structure your day and you see this all the time in backcountry mountain hunting when someone draws like a sheep or a goat tag. Yeah. So, so someone draws a sheep tag or a goat tag. All of a sudden their whole mentality is different months out from this hunt. And so you'll see them start eating better, you see them exercising more. You see them shooting their bow way more consistently. They're sighting in their rifle and practicing way more consistently. And all that happened was this really cool, monumentous thing dropped on their calendar six months from now. And so basically what the Spartan effect is saying is, like in hunting, we've seen how well that will work. I've seen guys draw a goat tag in Bozeman and drop like 40 pounds. And I'm like, why didn't you do this like, three or four years ago. And it was the goat tag that created this whole life change. And the cool thing about that is we're not all going to draw these tags every year, but you can create that whole mentality shift on your own. And usually like a really good way to do that is to look out six, seven, eight months from now and put something big on your calendar. So a lot of times for me, it's like, like a big, a big, like, ultra marathon 50K type event in the mountains. And so I can tell the difference between years I do something like that and years I don't in terms of my mentality and how I structure my day and crush these daily habits. But if I put a big ultra marathon event on the calendar right now for the middle of July, my whole spring and winter season is gonna look way different than I don't do that and you're training all spring for this event that you put on the calendar so you manufactured this big event that's going to push your limits and push your boundaries and it acts the same way as a hunt because all of a sudden what's happening with the goat and sheep hunts is it's a once in a lifetime tag in a lot of cases and the person starts building all this fear in their mind so they're like am I going to Am I going to bonk on this goat hunt? Am I going to not make it? Am I going to be able to handle the elevation? Am I going to be able to get out of there? And so that pressure around that hunt is creating them to crush their daily habits. And putting something of your own on the calendar works the same way. So if I put a ultra marathon on the calendar for July... All of a sudden, that pressure starts building. It's like, uh, am I going to be competitive? Am I going to cramp up? Um, am I going to be too sore for too many days after the event? Is that going to impact me and my family? And so, you—if you can create—if you can artificially create that pressure now, right now, tied into your identity for this year, uh, your year will be phenomenally different. And the cool thing is, like. Any of us can do that at any time in January. So you can, you can lock in like a mountaineering summit works really good, like 14,000 foot peak in Colorado. You can do a giant Spartan race. You can do a marathon. You can do an Ironman. The most important thing, hands down, is getting that event on the calendar. Because as soon as it's on the calendar, that's when that mentality shift happens. And so like if you know this race is in July, don't sign up in June. You'd want to sign up now. The same thing as the hunt. So like the earlier that you can get that thing booked, that's when that effect starts happening in re- mentality. And these habits become a lot easier to pursue each day, especially if they're really simple. So I think that that would be step two is simple habits it would be one that you can do tomorrow. Based on your identity. And then, two would be leverage that Spartan effect and get something on the calendar. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, I mean, like, especially as hunters,
0: too, I mean, that's one thing is like, we look at it, it's like January now, and I'm already thinking about what hunt am I going to be going on in September? And I know throughout the season, throughout the year, when I'm shooting my bow in the backyard, I never think about the target that I'm shooting. I'm thinking about that hunt that's coming up. I'm thinking, mm-hmm this is my elk hunt. This shot is that shot on that elk that I'm going to work really hard for. This shot is that shot on that mule deer that I'm going to work really hard for. It's like, you know, there a lot of these hunts, whether it's an over-the-counter hunt or whatever, I kind of like go into these hunts with this once in a lifetime mentality. And I know a lot of friends or whatever, you know, sorry, of my wife would laugh, like, how many once in a lifetime hunts <laughs> yeah. are there going to be? And it's like, every hunt is a once in a lifetime hunt, right? Yeah. Because it's like, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to have a, a tag that, you know, whatever, an opportunity, an over the counter I might only have that opportunity. It's never going to happen again, right? I want to make the best on that opportunity. And so, by, you know, I look at right now, I've got my hunts pretty much planned out on my calendar. Like, this is the hunt that I really want to. Devote to, yeah, and that's the one that I'm thinking about when I'm shooting. That's the one that I'm thinking about when I uh, throw that pack on and climb the mountain in January, February, March, like after the season. These are the things that I'm thinking about, and that's my motivation for me. You know, hiking with a heavy pack is a great way to get into shape for mm-hmm. the season. I don't like to go hiking, but if I'm hiking with a purpose, that's completely different. When I do any kind of training, I'm not doing it for getting in better shape i'm doing it for getting in better shape to kill that bull elk you know like i have a goal and it's already on the calendar it's right here you know september 15th and it's that's what i'm training for and every time i get out there and that's what i'm thinking about and it gives me that motivation to keep doing it because you're right it's it's going to be september before you know it yeah you know and if you don't start now
1: you're already going to be behind yeah i think that's the the magic that you see going on with you is your habits everything you're doing right now are are based on those hunts already being booked and so these the system you're creating in these habits that you're working on is based on these september october november hunts that are already on your calendar and so i think getting that stuff locked in changes the whole game and i think it's one thing that we talk about around at the lab that i think is cool for people to know is these habits are a huge deal and so some people will not take much serious thought around like crushing we don't ever like to call it a new year's resolution because we'd rather people call it a lifestyle like they need a they need to follow a new lifestyle it's not a short-term thing it's a long-term thing but but habits are a huge deal and like We've certainly seen it like in your life around the idea that what we repeatedly do is really what defines us as who we are as humans. So you repeatedly shooting your bow consistently and spending time in the woods and in the backcountry and at high elevation over multiple decades has made you this phenomenal mountain hunter that you are now. And so what we repeatedly do is really what defines us as a human. And so like if someone wants to be very intelligent and well-read, like they need to repeatedly do small amounts of reading every day. And it's the same exact thing with fitness and it's the same exact thing with hunting. It's like these great phenomenal archers that we know, Like, that didn't happen yesterday. That happened over the last 10, 15, 20 years of them shooting bows on a consistent basis in their backyards. So I think that the more that you can understand, like, how important these habits are is also very helpful in making you stick to them. Because really, like, who we're going to be in five years is really these little tiny things that we do every single day between now and five years from now. And so what our lives are going to ultimately be is really like very closely connected to these habits. And so I think once people grasp it, wow, this is like, this is a huge deal. The, the more they understand how big of a deal it is, I think the stickier they become.
0: That's awesome. So what do you think would be the next thing that you'd go into now so, that we've, we've created something that's easy and actionable habit? And then we've kind of
1: go into that Spartan effect, mm-hmm. now what would be the, the third step? Yeah, the third and last step that I would include like in my top three for this year for all the listeners is to, you got to make the simple step automatic. So you got to make these, these simple habits that are going to be sticky for decades, you got to make them automatic. So the more you can make them automated, the easier this whole life transformation journey becomes and so automated habits look a lot like kind of what your dad is doing is a great example of it's 30 minutes every day and to automate that what we see folks do that works phenomenally well is like that's going to be at the same time every day so I'm going to meet my buddies at the gym every single day at noon and the great like science behind that is just getting there at noon you already are 90 percent of the way there because you're not going to bail and not work out because you're already there at noon walking into the gym and so automating these habits is it's tricky to do but once you do it that changes the whole entire game and so uh, like shooting your, your bow every single night before you eat dinner, not after dinner, setting those consistent times so that these habits become automatic is a really big game changer to them being successful long-term. That's awesome. And your guys'
0: research, about how long does it take? You know, you, you hear about like, oh, it takes this long to create a habit. Do you think there's kind of like this timeline of like, okay, you've got to do
1: these things for this long before it really becomes part of your routine yeah so all the science on that is around 21 days so 21 days is where a some habit that you're trying to form becomes more of a routine and starts to go down that journey of like life transformation where it's going to be with you for a long term and so I think that's important to recognize is you have to be consistent on these things and you're not going to want to definitely quit too early because th- that science even to me seems way too short. I think, yeah. you know, people committing committing down this road for two, three, four months is where they're going to really start feeling better, living better. They're going to start to notice how all these habits are stacking on top of each other. Yeah, and when you, you when you do little things too,
0: it takes a long time for that to to see that noticeable change but i feel like there's also that kind of reward once you start to see this change you're like okay i'm getting better then it it kind of causes you to do more and and you know i keep using my dad as an example but you know he was like uh, for the first i don't know four four years or whatever he's working out every day and he's like i hadn't really seen any change in weight loss but he'd already been building these habits of exercise Mm. then he threw in diet and it was like boom overnight He experienced that weight loss and it was easy for him to do the diet because he'd already committed four or five years to this working out, right? And it wasn't like this overnight transformation of this badass mountain hunter now, right? This guy that can, you know, do all this. It was just, it was this long process, but because he built those habits and then he, you know, added, it was easy for him to add in other things that. You know, maybe he saw more benefit out of whatever else he wanted to get out of it
1: Yeah, because he'd already been doing it. Yeah, and he'd already built that discipline to stick to something for a long period of time. And that's super cool too because that discipline, it can go from one thing to the next because you're just building those pathways in your brain. Like I'm going to create some self-discipline that I don't really want to do. But then once you do it once, it's easy to just carry over to that next area of your life. That's awesome. Super awesome. That
0: really gets me fired up. I hope you guys have really enjoyed this. I think that, you know, as we look forward into the upcoming year and we think about tips and tactics on hunting and, and all this stuff, now's the time to really get yourself prepared physically. Um, you know, I, I say this, you know, I've, you've heard me say this before, but the real. One of the reasons that I really like partnering with Mountain Tough is I believe that it fulfills that portion that's missing. You can sit and listen to hunting tactics day in, day out, but unless you can actually go out and do those tactics, it doesn't mean a whole lot. So that's kind of the way that I've set this podcast up is saying like, here's the tactics that I'm going to teach you. And then we've partnered with Mountain Tough Fitness Labs to kind of fulfill that other side. And one of the things that they have right now that I think will help people well, you guys, you guys really touch on through the program building these habits, but the daily workouts mm-hmm. that it's like once this this workout's posted and it's there for the day and then it's gone, I think that's a really good way to get people to start building the these daily habits of going in and doing those things. Uh, for our listeners, you know, you've heard it before, but you can use code live wild and you're going to get six weeks for free. So if you're listening to this and it's like, okay, this is my resolution. I want to start building these habits. I want to start doing that. We're giving you six weeks to do it for free. Um, So that's really awesome. You you can't do it on the app in iOS or whatever. You have to go to mountaintuff.com and then you click on monthly subscription. Is that right? Yeah. And then enter code and you just put live wild in there. And then you can get your six week or start free trial live wild. And then what that does is that's going to help you build those habits. You can go in there, the daily stuff. And then another cool thing we're going to do that I want to do is for everyone that's used to that code, we're just going to open up a and a end of February. So if you use that code now for the first month in January, what we're going to do is anyone that's used that code, we're going to just send out an evite. So we're going to do like an e-meeting and I'm going to jump on and we're going to just talk about, it'll be a and a essentially along the lines of preparing for a backcountry hunt, whether it's questions on like physical stuff, but it could also just be on the tag application process because I really want this to be an all-encompassing platform. Like, you know, you can listen to the podcast, you can get those tips and tactics, then you can combine that with building these healthy habits and getting yourself in better physical condition through the Mountain Tough app, and then kind of take that one step further and interact and be like, okay, I've got these questions on, planning out my first hunt, this, that, and the other thing. So we'll sit down we'll invite, not everybody will be able to ask questions, but have the opportunity for people to ask questions. And we'll all even do like a, a cool gear giveaway for guys that are on that. So it's like a little bit of reward for people that are on there. We'll do a giveaway as well on that. So you'll get a, we'll email you an invite to that meeting and we'll, you know, set aside an hour, two hours to kind of dive in and answer some of your guys' questions. And then also just do a fun gear giveaway. During that as well, so that's just you know an added benefit to those of you that are serious about this. Because there's a lot of you out there. That's one thing that I really appreciate. It's like, man, thank you so much for the tips and tactics. Here's a success I found. I've been getting in better shape. This has changed my life. And like making it, you know, a podcast that actually does provide that additional success. So thank you guys so much for listening, Dustin. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to help people build these habits and whether they, you know, go through the rest of that course or just, you know, take these these tips that you've given us and, and build that into their repetition of taking that from New Year's resolution to building
1: a lifestyle that's going to make them better in the backcountry. That's awesome. That's phenomenal. Yeah, and it's a huge like-minded community and that's huge because everyone's in it together and we're all trying to get better with each other and community support and accountability is huge. Yeah, I'm excited about it. That's
0: one thing that I I think about, that kind of accountability of, you know, plan a hunt with a buddy that's harder than both of you can do individually. Say, look, we've got a backcountry hunt, September, whatever. You in? Yeah, I'm in. Okay, we need to get ready. Yeah. This is something good. It's It's a really good thing to do. I mean, I've got, you know, that's one of the things that I want to do more of is like, plan hunts, you know, with my brother or whatever and be like, all right, this is our, well, you talked about a goat hunt. My brother and I, you know, had a goat hunt and it was like, I don't think I ever worked so hard. There's tons I'm like, yeah, I can do that. And when I have a or a once-in-a-lifetime kind of opportunity, man, I kick it into high gear. And my, yeah, and my brother's a, a beast anyway. So I just got to be like, <laughs> okay, I got to keep up with my brother. And, you know, he's probably thinking the same thing. Man, I got to keep up with my brother. And then we just keep pushing each other. So planning those things out, taking those tips that, you know, Dustin outlined, and really building it going past New Year's resolution into building a healthy lifestyle, you're going to find – the success you're looking for, so awkward goodbye until next week. What do you want to just do with an awkward, oh, <laughs> awkward send off? Oh, the awkward oh, the, are the worst. Let's say, uh, you know, until next week. <laughs> Build habits, habits. Yeah, that was terrible. Identity, identity. identity. Yeah. yeah, you got to change start, who then. you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll catch you guys later. I better. <laughs> uh, Get better. Get better, do better. That's so much better. Okay. Catch you guys later.